when church and church community, church attendance is presented as a luxury, a nice to have, when it's presented like that and only like that, then it becomes a take it or leave it proposition. There's gotta be a more compelling proposition than just, isn't this fun to come and sit here for an hour? There's gotta be something that draws people to it and really calls them to be on mission and not just be entertained or be served or consume some religious product. We are two years into a global pandemic which affected everything, including church attendance and some studies are showing that Americans in particular are not returning back to church in the numbers pre-COVID. We're going to talk about that in this episode and maybe some things that we can do about it, but at least we need to know what's happening. My name is Lane. This is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. This is episode 52. It's so awesome to have you joining me today. Typically on this podcast, we talk about preaching, how to preach and deliver messages with clarity, with effectiveness. And to help you with that, I want to give you something for free. You can go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days, pick up my free 21 day guide to creating killer sermons. It's a three week, three step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a life changing message. So whether you've been preaching for a little while and you're trying to get a good start, or you've been preaching for a long time and you are just always working on and tweaking your process, there's something in there for you. So go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. And again, that is my free gift to you. Just to say thanks for watching or listening. If you're here on YouTube, so great to see you. So great to have you on here. Be sure to give this video a like and subscribe. If you're listening on one of the many podcast players, thank you so much. Leave a review if you feel so inclined. That would be awesome. According to Christianity Today, Americans return to church has plateaued. Two years in, more congregations are open without precautions related to the pandemic, but Americans aren't more likely to show up. This is an article by Kelly Shelnut that just came out a couple days ago, and I'm very interested to see what some thoughts are, some things that we can learn from as church leaders from this. She writes, churches waiting for people to return, waiting for more people to return on Sunday mornings are still waiting two years into the pandemic. Over the past six months, nearly all houses of worship have reopened for services and week by week, more have dropped mask requirements, social distancing and other precautions. But the latest figures from Pew Research Center show that once regular churchgoers aren't much more likely to show up than they were back in September. While people steadily returned to church services in the first half of 2021, the trend hit a plateau. Going into the third year since COVID-19, congregations and their leaders are left with the reality that the people who worshiped alongside them before may not be coming back. Around two thirds of people who usually attend church at least monthly said they were back in the pews in March, that's 67%. Roughly the same as in September of 2021, 64%. So the issue here is that basically two-thirds of everybody who used to go to church came back and they were all back by September. That was months ago. And here we are in March and we're basically flat. Basically two-thirds of the people who used to attend now attend. 
2021 had many leaders clinging to the idea that the next season, Easter, the new school year, Christmas, etc., would bring attendance back to 2019 levels. For most churches, that magic season never materialized, wrote Carrie Newhoff, former pastor and church leadership strategist at the start of the year. In 2022, the constant cycle of hope and disappointment will give way to the new reality that this is your church. It will become evident that some of the people who said they're coming back later clearly aren't coming back ever. So I wonder if you're experiencing this in your church. When I think about most of the pastors that I've worked with, including my personal experience and also just the pastors that I've worked with, we saw when churches reopened, we saw about a 30 to 40%, 30 to 40% of our past attenders, past attendees showed back up as soon as the we were open, 30 to 40%. And that slowly grew over time. Started to get to 50%, then 60, then maybe 65, and that's where it just kind of plateaued, and that's what this article is saying. That from six or eight months ago to now, there really hasn't been that much of a difference. That if you ran a thousand people in 2019, you're at about 660 right now. So that's a lot of people that have just kind of gone missing. Percentage of Americans worshiping in person. The rate of return to in-person worship slowed at the end of 2021. So evangelical churchgoers are the highest of the in-person churchgoers and then all regular churchgoers. And then uh, from there, we got black Protestant churchgoers and then all adults, according to the graph, which you can see if you're watching here on YouTube. Church-going evangelical Protestants have returned at the highest rates, but their figures are also holding steadily rather than growing. 75% attended in March, 72% in September. So you're seeing about three-fourths of attendance back in uh, evangelical Protestants. Black Protestants remain the most cautious, and under half of regular churchgoers from their tradition are back in person. Fewer reported that they had gone to services in March, 48%, then back in September, 50%. So we actually saw a decline from September to March in black churches. The recent Pew figures follow that other surveys have indicated and what pastors see in their still not full sanctuaries on Sundays, a 2021 American Family Survey found the biggest drop in church attendance among black churchgoers, older adults, and couples without kids at home. So as CT reported last year, some Christians see the lagging attendance figures as a sign of a much bigger crisis for churches where the upheaval of the pandemic has changed the way people relate to church. This is really where I want to focus because I think that when it comes to uh, the return to church based on restrictions, that's really only part of the story. I think this is a much bigger part of the story that the pandemic just changed the way people relate to church. We have to retain, we have to retrain people from the beginning on why you should bother to assemble, said Colin Hansen, who wrote Rediscover Church, Why the Body of Christ is Essential. I think pastors take that for granted and are going to be surprised how many people never had that vision to begin with and never come back when the all clear is given. So I, I find this to be very interesting and I think I tend to agree that when church and church community, church attendance is presented as a luxury, a nice to have, a look at what we're providing for you as this service that you come to and benefit from. When it's presented like that and only like that, then it becomes a take it or leave it proposition. And I think this is where 
now that we're kind of past the pandemic, things have really changed. There's got to be a more compelling proposition than just, isn't this fun to come and sit here for an hour? There's got to be something that draws people to it and really calls them to be on mission and not just be entertained or be served or consume some religious product. And that's where we come in as pastors, as church leaders, as preachers, we have to be presenting a vision that's actually compelling, that calls people to something more, that calls people to mission, that calls people to a bigger and better vision than just come sit in church for an hour while we babysit your kids. Within weeks of COVID-19 taking off in the US, it became clear that live stream and other online service formats would not only keep church life going, but in many cases, expand their reach. This is one of the main benefits of the pandemic. If there are any, and there are some, uh, one of the benefits is it trained every church how to do church virtually. We did a lot of content on this show about virtual church, how to preach to a camera, how to keep people engaged during virtual services, how to track that. I've got all those videos if you wanna go back and watch here on YouTube or search them out on the podcast player. That was a massive thing and a massive, massive shift that I think is one of the benefits to come out of this that churches had to adjust and learn very quickly. Churches that never did live streaming, churches that never considered anything virtual, or maybe it was secondary or tertiary to their main model, which was in person, all of a sudden those churches to survive and to continue to provide uh, to their church community, they had to do it. And nobody chose that, but it had an impact and I think that is something that we can at least keep and learn from and continue to adjust as we're opening to in-person and otherwise. They go on, while religious congregations as a whole may have experienced a large drop in physical attendance during the pandemic, there's good reason to believe that virtual attendance is much higher today than it was before the coronavirus outbreak began in early 2020, the Pew Report said. Black Protestant churches are also the most likely to keep watching services online, Pew found. They're twice as likely as churchgoers from other traditions to say their only uh, recent church attendance has been online or on TV. The number of Americans overall who have attended or tuned into a church service exceeds those who say they're regular churchgoers. While overall reach has expanded, there's a segment of Christians who used to belong to a church community who aren't engaged at all anymore. That's 12% of formerly regular churchgoers say they're not attending in person or watching online. So if you put this together, if you had a thousand people in your church before, 660 of them are back in person. The remaining 330 out of those, 120 of them are not involved at all, which leads 210 that are watching online. So that's good and bad. The good thing is those numbers could be reversed. It could be that uh, tw instead of 12% of former regular churchgoers, it could be all of the people who aren't attending in person are just not attending online. And that's not the case. Most of the people who didn't come back are attending online, but 12% just said, this is my exit, this is my off-ramp, I'm gone. We gotta figure out how to maybe re-engage those people and how to, I think a big part of this is helping the people who are online move from online 
eventually back to in person. I know this varies for different people. Every have, everybody has different precautions, different health, all that kind of stuff. So you're not gonna get everybody and that maybe isn't the goal. But I think that there's a, there's a sense that, and this is just my feeling, that going from in person to online, online is much more casual. You get to kind of lay in your bed, watch church. You know, you can you can invite distractions. As soon as it's over, you just turn on, turn it off, move on. And there's something about going there, and this this feels old school to say, but I truly believe this. There's something about being in a building with people that is significant, that does have a a sense of like commitment in and of itself that you got in your car, you drove to church, you sat there. And so that is in itself a meaningful thing to do or can be a meaningful thing to do in the way that watching online just isn't and can't. It's a great substitute. I'm glad that it was there. I'm glad that we live in a day where that was possible, where we could keep people engaged. But I think one of the things that we got to keep pushing is, hey, if you're watching online and you're able to come, then come be in person with us, be in this space, be in this atmosphere, because this is where we're all together and you can see and you can feel and you can hear things that you don't get to experience at home. We now live our lives in a hybrid of physical and digital, and there's no going back. Ian Harbour wrote in a January article posted by the Southern Baptist Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, of course, we never want to forsake the physical. We are physical beings made in God's image who are called to gather in the name of Christ, but we should, shouldn't forsake our people to the digital either. I'm not necessarily surprised that attendance has plateaued. I think that, you know, uh, when, like I said, when we first went back to in-person, we were looking at numbers like 30 or 40%. And I had pastors talking to me going, okay, I'm only at 30 or 40%. Most of the other people online, I don't, I can't track uh, very well of all these people missing who's online. So the fact that it got up to two thirds and even three fourths in some denominations and traditions, I think that's great for what it is. Like, should it be 100%? Would that be nice? Yes, is that realistic? No, but at least, you know, we're between two thirds and three fourths of the people that used to attend are back. It's those people who are watching online, if we can get them to understand the purpose and the vision of being together in the, the gathering and in small groups, I think that will go a long way. And again, most of this comes back to the broader principle, which is, are we offering a vision and a mission that's bold, that's meaningful, that is calling people to something beyond just come sit here and we'll entertain you and watch your kids for an hour? That's really the goal with everything we do, just not to entertain, not to just provide people a comfortable space, but to call people to something more, to call them to follow Jesus, to take up their cross, to follow him, to live on mission, and to live the kind of life that Jesus has called us to live. That's really the goal of the gathering. And so it's not just about getting more butts in the seat, but we got some butts missing, if that makes sense. So I'd love to hear what you think in the comments below if you're watching here on YouTube. I'd love to hear uh, what, how this kind of hits you and where your church is. Have you gotten back to where you were pre-pandemic? Are you in that kind of two-thirds area? Are you in the three-fourths area? I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days, pick up your free guide. And I'll see you next time here on the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Mm -hmm.